Hello and welcome to a new season of Navigating the Modern World. My name is Kimberly Johnson. I am your host. I am a mindset shifter, a peace warrior, and a sex advocate. I do life coaching and sex coaching in the Denver, Colorado area. If you'd like to hear more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello, it is episode 70 of Navigating the Modern World. Welcome. Today's episode is all about change and how we resist change. So I wanted to just start by sharing with you guys um, something vulnerable about my path and my journey And I've talked about it before in some of the other podcasts, but I really wanted to go into it today because it has been a really deep challenge and struggle of mine. So if you listen to episode 69, I talk about kind of an aha that I had around my body and how I have completely kind of separated myself from my body. And I'm 30 And something that I know to be true is that the way that I feed myself or the way that I use food is super important on my journey. So the way that I have used food since I was young is for comfort. I have really, really learned how to eat really, really well. Um, I eat really well most of the time and I have learned how to navigate like really using food for comfort, but it really not super affecting me. So I've like learned these loopholes of like if I eat really, really well, like 80% of the time and then the 20%, I'm kind of like maybe binge eating when I feel really uncomfortable or um, hiding sugar, like kind of like sneaking sugar. I'm I'm not even like sneaking it consciously. Like it's like just hiding it from maybe my boyfriend or hiding it from employees, just like really, um, like just eating sugar in private and alone and not letting anyone know. Right. And People that look at me would have no idea. People like, you know, people always say to me, really, you have like you Benji or you struggle with sugar addiction or you and it is so true. And it's funny because like I've even, you know, I've done the whole thing. I've gone off of sugar for long periods of time. I've done cleanses. I've I've done the whole thing, but it still doesn't actually solve the underlying kind of challenge or struggle that I have around food and comforting myself. So recently, I've been like feeling this deep, deep calling to actually change my patterning around food. And I am so resistant to it. I am like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And then like something happens, like right now my um, my boyfriend's father's in town. So it's like, oh, well, 
my boyfriend's father's in town, so I, you know, I don't have to start now or I can start when he leaves. It's like it always gets pushed back or it's like too much, you know, like I'm too busy. Like there's all of these reasons why I don't actually do what my heart is calling me to do, which is to actually take the steps to really, really changing my relationship with my food. And so the other day I did a tarot reading on it. I like got home and I knew I was supposed to do a tarot reading. I didn't exactly know why, but I knew that like it was going to show me a lot of things. So I did this tarot spread. And the question that I did was, is it my destined path to actually like heal and look at my struggles and challenges around food and comforting myself with food? And whoa, (laughs) Um, let's just say all signs pointed to yes. Um, But the main thing that I understood from my reading is that, and from just the last, you know, decade of my life doing a lot of work, is that the more we resist things, is actually the more we suffer. So I was thinking about it earlier, and I was like, okay, what are the pros and cons? Like, I always do these, like, pros and cons of, like, if I look at my food situation, what are the pros and what are the cons? And it is crazy how big the pros list is compared to the cons list and how like me doing that still doesn't change anything, you know? So I was like going through all the pros and how, you know, the main pro is like that I'll feel better and I've been having like little aches and pains in my body recently and I know that that will take it away. And um, I also know that like I there will be some sort of trusting of myself that will grow through that process. And there will also be some sort of deep healing of what I've been trying to cope with, what I've been trying to comfort myself with since I was a teenager. You know, this is like, this, this feels like the last chain. It's like, it's like I have handcuffs on or I have a chain around my neck, but I also with the with the hand with the handcuffs I have the key or if the chains are on my neck it's actually really loose and I could get out but I stay chained because it feels really comfortable. And it's almost this interesting like I fear a death of my identity because it's been such a huge part of my life like I fear not having something to actually cope. I fear that like a part of me will die. And it sounds extreme, but it's true because we actually are a species that is focused on the negative. We are focused on the negative aspects of things because we are actually wired. We are wired for survival. So we pick out and see the things that might keep us from survival. And that's what we focus on because we want to survive. So me not knowing exactly how to comfort myself, even though other things comfort me, but food is the quickest and food is the thing that I've held on to for the longest. So it's like when I think about not having that, 
a little part of me starts to panic. And I can even feel it now talking about it, like this like panicky feeling of like, I'm not going to know what to do and I'm not going to survive. And, you know, I've been coping for years and years and years, just not having, not being taught or having the coping mechanisms. And even though I've done all the self-work, I still have so much work to do. And this is one area that like really has been calling to me. And I'm making this podcast mostly to be an offering to anyone who has tried to change something about themselves and they, they always kind of fail because that's, that's like the state that I'm in around my food situation and coping with food. And I want, so today, so I did the tarot reading and I got all of this insight. And then today I was sitting, I was sitting down and I was eating lunch and I was just got really clear about something. I got really, really clear that one of the things that keeps me from changing is that I actually feel deeply like resentful about this change. Like something that I say a lot is like, ugh, like why me? Why? Like I've gone through so much, like I can like label out all the things that I've gone through. And like, there's like this thing that's like, why me? Why does this have to be another thing in my path? Path, Like, you know, it's like, why does this have to be something else that I overcome? It's almost this like resentment of all of the work I feel like I've done. And it's very egotistical and it's very like arrogant. And there's this other part of me that like wants things to just be easy. You know, it's like, I don't want to have to work hard for this. It's like, it's kind of like a laziness. It's like, I don't want to work hard. And I was like sitting today and I was like, I actually don't know one human being. I don't know one single human being in my entire life or in my entire circle or any of my clients that haven't had to change something about their life at some point, like a massive change, whether it's food, diet, exercise, whether it's changing partnerships and having to change a huge part of their life, whether it's changing a huge career, like a huge career move, whether it's changing homes and moving, like I've never known I've never not known, like every single person I've ever known goes through this. But when change arises in us, when we know we're supposed to change something, we like avoid it and resist it. And it creates so much suffering. And it's because a lot of how I feel is it's because I feel so alone in it. And not only do I feel alone in it, it's because like our society is literally just a bunch of people showing this like highlighted reel of how they create a change. And this is like the changed product, right? Like they don't show the beginning part and they don't show the in-between parts. They show the end, the end result. Like, look at me, I've lost all this weight. Or look at me, I'm, I'm no longer an addict. Or look at me, I'm, I've, I'm divorced and I'm a completely changed, empowered woman or man. You know, it's like, and something I'm dedicated to is to showing the truth, the whole process. And so something else that I wanted to say is like, that I think is really highly overlooked is that we keep our promises to other people so much more than we keep our promises to ourselves. 
And in doing that, we lose peace of mind with our own word. So like our word is like what we say we're going to do. And we also lose massive, massive trust in ourselves. We like do not trust ourselves. We do not trust ourselves that if we say something that we're going to make it happen. We like, we'll trust other people or we'll, we know that if we say to someone else, we'll do something. We trust that we'll follow through. We'll show up at the party or we'll show up at the movie theater or, you know, we'll show up at the event. But we take for granted our own word to ourselves. And it's so dadgum important that we follow through for ourselves so that we can trust how powerful we are. And to follow through with your word, to say like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to really, really not binge eat. And every time I want to, I'm going to sit with the sensations and I'm actually going to work through what I've been trying to work through for years. This like coping, this like needing comfort. I'm actually going to do it. I'm going to work through it. And me saying that. You know how many times I've said that and how I do not trust myself? And right in this moment, I can feel the sadness of not having trust for myself, of saying I'm going to do the work and not doing it and feeling this like this lack of communion with myself, this lack of connection with myself. And we have, we all have that and it, it ends up in this lack of confidence and then it just perpetuates the cycle. Like I have less confidence now because I said I was going to do something. I didn't do it for myself. And now I wanted to, I'm wanting to comfort and Benji even more. It's like, it ends like it ends up in this really, really nasty, toxic cycle. And there's nothing like wrong with it. It's all Okay. And it doesn't give me the life experience I want, the experience of living that I want, which is to trust myself, which is to take care of my body. I, you know, I'm only 30. If I'm lucky, I have another 40, 50 years on the planet and I want to really, really take care of myself. I want to age well. My body is already having aches and pains. Like this is important. And in following through, in saying we're going to do something and follow through does not mean it's going to be easy. We're going to have a lot of resistance come up. We're going to have a lot of things come up. And the thing we have to remember is that that resistance or those thoughts are not us. That it's actually more important to do the things that are calling to your heart, the change that is calling to your heart. It is actually more important to make some small sacrifices like getting up a little bit earlier or doing taking 30 minutes to stretch or um, taking an extra two hours to food prep, like whatever it takes, whatever's calling to you to set aside 30 minutes to meditate every day, whatever's calling to you, it is calling to you for a reason. And I'm at this point where it's calling to me so fiercely that I can't not listen. I know some of you know that feeling. And I want to suggest to you that by you doing it and you going through the uncomfort, even if it lasts a while, but you going through that uncomfort and you actually moving through the uncomfort and you getting to the other side, that you will have profound impacts in your life. You will actually have a deep 
seeded trust and confidence in yourself that you are capable of anything because you are. You are not those negative thoughts. You are not those excuses. You are not those reasons. Those are all just trying to keep you safe. And so I'm on here and I'm going to declare to all of you that I'm going to walk my talk in this area. I'm going to really, really take on my food addiction and my food binging, my sugar addiction, and the way I cope and try to comfort myself with food. And I'm going to share the journey. So I'm going to maybe like, I don't know, every six to eight weeks or something, I'll share where I'm at with it because it's not going to be every episode. But I really, I want to inspire anyone who's on the fence of change. Being on the fence hurts. And it's time. Something in my tarot reading, it said swift action. Stop pushing it back. Swift action leads to inner peace. If you know you're supposed to do something, do it. And I want to encourage you as I go through a similar process that it is actually the time. We like push things back and push things back and then we end up on our deathbeds not doing the things that we're calling to our hearts. And all change is just a calling for growth. Like it actually isn't the end result. It actually isn't learning how to cope. Like, right. It's not the end result after I'm done with this, which is what people just love to show. People love to show their new transformed bodies. No, that's not actually the point. The point is the middle, the ways that you grew and evolved as you got there, the feeling, all the feelings, the sitting through the learning, how strong you are the learning how powerful you are, that is actually what matters. And I want to encourage anyone who's on the fence, get off the fence and join me. Show up for yourself, just like you would show up for anyone else. It's time to show up for yourself. If you're being called to change something, it's not by accident. Listen. Take small steps and start today. Remember, we have a lifetime of learning and growing and evolving and changing and change is the only constant and we're going to keep going through changes. And the more that you resist it, the more that you will suffer. And if you've been suffering, know that you aren't alone. I'm here with you. I have myself suffered. And it's time for us to take responsibility for our lives and our actions. And it's time for us to show up for ourselves and get off the fence and do what we need to do. I love all of you. You are powerful beyond measure. You are the essence of the universe, God, spirit, mother earth, whatever you want to call it. And I love you. Until next time.